We are just 12 days out from our November 8th midterm elections, and the radical left and the mainstream media, they're fast at work to start spinning a narrative about right-wing extremism and election fraud, stolen elections. We shouldn't be surprised about any of this and how they are setting up to discount a potential red wave that looks to be very possible. Hi, I'm Julie Barrett, and you're listening to the Women's Planning Podcast. I am also the founder of Conservative Ladies of Washington. We are an organization of like-minded ladies and gentlemen here in the state of Washington. We are working hard to advance the conservative movement by electing conservative candidates and educating and empowering Washington citizens to stand up speak up and make their voices heard and take real action that can create change in this radical left deep blue state. It is absolutely an uphill battle, but there is no chance that we will back down. And I'd love for you to learn more about what we're doing and join us. We need more people to join us. We are stronger in numbers. You can learn about our mission and our work and how you can join us by visiting our website, conservativeladiesofwa.com. That's conservativeladiesofwa.com. And for those of you who are not in the state of Washington, I've got exciting news. We will be launching our national platform, Conservative Ladies of America, in November. So stay tuned for more information on that. I will have more details coming soon, and I hope that you will join us. I played a clip for you a couple days ago of Hillary Clinton talking about how the right-wing extremists are hard at work planning to steal the 2024 presidential election. Hillary is part of a, quote, nonprofit organization called Indivisible, and it's my understanding that this organization was founded in response to the election of Donald Trump in 2016. And so she's trying to raise money for this organization. So this is a great time for her to pop on and start talking about how the uh, right-wing extremists, the QAnons, these people are working hard to already planning to steal the 2024 election. And you probably will recall that Hillary and all of her friends, when Trump was elected in 2016, they accused him, they accused the right of stealing the presidential election. And yet we get called election deniers when we question the integrity of an election. I mean, look at Joe Biden didn't even come out of his basement in 2020, and he got the most votes of any president in United States history. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to look at how the 2020 election went down and think that there was probably some very questionable stuff going on all across the country. And yet we on the right, uh, and even hopefully there's people in the middle, but it typically is people on the right who want election integrity. We want transparency. We want one person, one vote. We only want American citizens to be able to vote. And because we want that, we are considered extremists. And one of the things that has been happening 
as of late. You're hearing this pop up. If you look, if you watch around the country, you're seeing this pop up in places all over the country. Today, the New York PD came out with a report warning of the possibility of extremists targeting Election Day poll sites. And what they're saying is they think that there are people on the right who are going to be observing election polls. And that is within the right of any citizen to be a poll watcher. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's not bullying. It's just being an observer. This is something that happens all over the country in counties all over the country. And it's part of the process. And it is your right as a citizen to do this. You can go to your county and sign up to be an election day poll watcher. Uh, you can watch the ballots being counted. This is not a bad thing. It's not bullying. It's not extreme. It is people who want to make sure that we truly are having free and fair elections. It is extremely troubling, although not surprising, to see these reports starting to pop up less than two weeks out of an election. They are definitely trying to frame the right, the extremists, the white nationalists, the Christian nationalists on the right as having stolen this election. We're cheating, we're rigging it so that when we do have this blue wave, sorry, when we have this red wave, they can say, oh, they cheated. They are setting it up so that people on the left, people all together will not trust the results of the election. If they can put out there all of this narrative about the right-wing extremists plotting about elections, they can shake the confidence of the people. And I believe what we've been seeing over the last couple of weeks, all across the country, we are seeing Republicans really picking up momentum. Uh, here in Washington, we're seeing the uh, Washington Senate, the, the United States Senate race between Patty Murray and Tiffany Smiley. Tiffany Smiley is picking up momentum and you can see that there is a shift there. I think there's still quite a few points apart, but it's enough that the Democrats are getting really scared. Look at the debate that I talked about yesterday between Dr. Oz and John Fetterman in Pennsylvania. You have a candidate on the left who can't even string together a complete sentence. And granted, he had a stroke in the spring. And that's unfortunate. And I hope that he gets healing, but he is not qualified to be running for a United States Senate position. And the left is starting to see that they are losing steam and candidates on the right are gaining steam. And there may be a red wave after all, and they can't have that. And so they've got to start preparing the citizens and creating the narrative that this is a stolen election. This is already being told that it is fraudulent. Here in Washington state, our attorney general, Bob Ferguson, who is a complete radical leftist, he's terrible. He tweeted today and said, fair elections are essential to democracy. That's why we partnered with 21 AGs challenging the extremist, unprecedented rule that only legislatures can decide how elections are run. This will undermine nonpartisan commissions and courts and could destabilize elections nationwide. I'm going to play for you again the clip of Hillary Clinton, and I want you to notice how similar 
these two statements are, and they are all parroting the same talking points. We have seen this over and over again, especially over these last three years. It's become very obvious how they have these talking points and they're all in lockstep with one another. So take a listen and see how similar Hillary Clinton sounds to Attorney General Bob Ferguson. I know we're all focused on the 2022 midterm elections, and they are incredibly important. But we also have to look ahead, because you know what? Our opponents certainly are. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. And they're not making a secret of it. The right-wing controlled Supreme Court may be poised to rule on giving state legislatures, yes, you heard me that correctly, state legislatures the power to overturn presidential elections. Just think, if that happens, the 2024 presidential election could be decided not by the popular vote or even by the anachronistic electoral college, but by state legislatures many of them Republican controlled. So the 21 states that have filed this Supreme Court brief are all leftist run states. You've got Washington, the District of Columbia, Illinois, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Nevada, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Wisconsin. All of these are Democrat states, and they are all challenging the fact that state legislatures have decision-making in how the elections process is run. And it's interesting that Bob Ferguson would talk about these nonpartisan commissions and courts, because here in Washington state, most of these court judges are appointed by radical left Democrat Governor Jay Inslee. They are absolutely not nonpartisan. And we see it over and over again in how these judges rule on cases. He always, they always rule with Inslee. They always rule with Bob Ferguson. These appointed positions in the state on these, you know, whether it is the State Board of Health or the um, State Board of Education or all of these bureaucratic agencies they're all appointed by radical left Democrats. So it shouldn't surprise any of us that we have these 21 states, very leftist Democrat run states that are scared because they know if the voters are able to change the makeup of their state legislature, there is going to be a shift in the way elections are run. And that is the whole point of us saying, get out the vote. We need to get out the vote. We need to change the people that are making the decisions, because right now these 21 states have Democrat-led state legislatures. So that's great. But a red wave would change all of that. These people are running scared. And this is why it's so important that we get out and vote. We need to get out and vote in such large numbers that they cannot cheat it. But you see in this narrative that they're pushing out in many different ways, in many capacities, you have the New York Police Department, you have an attorney general from Washington and 20 other states, you have Hillary Clinton, you have all these different voices coming together, 
with the same agenda. It's very much like everything that we've seen with COVID, with the the parroting points for the masking and the vaccine, and they're doing the same thing with elections. And I have said it, I think, in the last two episodes. I don't know which makes me more mad, the people that are lying or the people who are buying the lies. It's time for people to wake up and start doing some critical thinking and start to align the narrative and the talking points that they're getting from all of these different people on the left and start to put two and two together. And there's nothing wrong with transparency in elections. That should be something that we can all agree on. But the left have made it such an issue that it is a right wing extremist issue that that gets the moderates and all the people on the left to freak out and think that there really are these extreme right wingers who are trying to steal the election. I think as we get closer to this election, we're going to see more and more every day. We're going to see more stories just like this. And after this election, I don't think it is going to be an easy time after November 8th. I don't think we're going to have results and then we're going to be able to walk away and be happy with our red wave that we hope we get. I think we I hope we see a red wave. And I think if we do, we are going to see the other side is going to challenge everything. I do not think it's going to be easy. I think it's going to be very messy. And I think they are going to work to create more division, but we cannot back down. We must stand for truth and transparency. And I would encourage you, if you have the time and you could do, you know, go be a poll watcher or something, I would encourage you to do that. There's nothing extreme about that. That is your right as a citizen. And it's important that we have people that are willing to go do that. So if that's something you have time for, I would go to your county website county auditor's website and you should be able to find information about how you can sign up to be a poll watcher on election day that's a great way that you can participate in the process and get a really good look at what's going on and if there's nothing to hide people what is it they say people who have nothing to hide hide nothing so they shouldn't have a problem with people observing the system it should be just fine and it should be actually encouraged On yesterday's episode, I broke down the train wreck of a debate between Dr. Oz and John Fetterman, and I explained to you that people on social media in the aftermath of that were accusing Dr. Oz of ableism. Ableism is one of the new woke words that the left has made up. Ableism is the discrimination or prejudice against people with disabilities, especially physical disabilities. And we all know that uh, John Fetterman, who is a radical leftist, before he had his stroke in May, he was a radical leftist, not a good candidate. But he had a stroke in May, and that stroke left him with some brain injuries, and he's not able to speak very well. He doesn't formulate good sentences. He doesn't, it just, you can just tell when you watch him, he's just not firing on all cylinders, and he will get asked a question, and he'll answer with something entirely different. Well, the the mainstream media continues with this idea that Dr. Oz is, um, and people on the right, people who are speaking out about Fetterman's condition, they are saying that this is ableism and this is discrimination and um, this is a teaching moment 
for the American people. And they're saying John Fetterman's campaign could have a meaningful impact on disabled voters. But people like Mehmet Oz have resorted to ableist attacks. So you can't speak truth anymore. Like this is something we are seeing in every area of our society. You can't tell the truth. You can't say that there are two genders. That is not fair. That's discriminating against people who don't identify as a male or female and who want to be called something else. You can't look at a man who is wearing a bikini and you can see all his junk and he's got long hair and he's got makeup on and he says he's a girl. You can't say that's a man wearing a girl's swimsuit. That's a man dressed up as a girl. You can't say that. You have to call him a girl. Otherwise, you're discriminating. This is what's going on in our society. We are supposed to go along with the lie. And if we don't, we get accused of discrimination, ableism, homophobia, transphobia, you name the ism or the phobia, that's what they will call us. And so a lot of people, because they don't want to be called those names, a lot of people will just not say anything at all. But this is really important time in our country where they were are trying to silence our truth. I got banned on uh, Twitter last week because I said abortion was evil and it was the murder of tiny humans. That is a truth, but you can't say that. And we see that all the time with people getting suspended on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and, and all of these things. People can't tell the truth. And we're being like beaten into submission. And it's so important that we stand up and continue to speak truth and shut down these kinds of arguments where, and this article that I'm looking at right now is MSNBC. That's a huge media outlet. And they're trying to shut down people who are telling the truth about this man who has a significant brain injury. He's got a disability. He is not qualified to be a United States senator. All jobs have job requirements and job qualifications. And if you don't meet those, you can't do the job. So if you're blind, you can't be a fire pilot. You can't be a truck driver. You're blind. It's not discrimination. It's just that you lack a qualification that is necessary to do the job. We need people who are able to make good decisions, who are able to communicate effectively, who are able to keep up with the rapid pace at which information and decisions are coming at them in the United States Senate. We cannot afford to have someone who is struggling with a significant disability in his brain like John Fetterman is. No offense to him. It's not attacking his political viewpoints, we could do that all day long. He is a radical, far, far left Democrat. So for that reason, we obviously don't want him. But the brain injury is something that we simply cannot overlook. No one on either side can overlook. And I still don't understand why the Democrat Party has allowed this man to continue to be a candidate. But I think it's like I said yesterday, I think they don't care. They don't care if it's a vegetable in the White House. They don't care if their puppet can think for themselves. As long as the puppet does what they want it to do, it's all just fine. This MSNBC article goes on to say, if having a stammer or a hearing impairment disqualifies someone from running or holding office, are we living up to the promise of democracy and government by the people? President Joe Biden's stutter has been the subject of ridicule and has been used to discredit him. But don't we want children with speech challenges to grow up knowing they can aim for any job, even the presidency? 
Disabled Americans have the right to be represented and most importantly to work and that includes working for the U.S. government. An employer wouldn't be allowed to refuse to hire a person because they have a hearing or speech difference so why is it acceptable when it comes to holding office? People with disabilities are one of the most underrepresented populations in local and federal government. You don't have to look far to understand why. When demeaning and discriminating them based on their disability is the accepted status quo. News outlets shouldn't be endorsing the idea that someone who has a speech or hearing impediment is fit is less fit to serve. They should be questioning that logic. Replace disability with any other identity and the prejudice is clear. Here again, we see the media working in lockstep with the leftist Democrats. They are working to spin this as discrimination, as people with disabilities being oppressed, underrepresented, you name it, because then they can make people feel guilty for saying the truth and that this man deserves a chance even though he's had this uh, this major health issue, he still deserves a chance. We're talking about the highest levels of U.S. government. We're not talking about just U.S. government. Sure, I bet he could find a different job in the U.S. government, but being in the United States Senate is one of the top positions in our government, and we need people that are mentally all there and can mentally make the decisions that they need to make in the best interest of our country and our citizens. But the left doesn't care about that. And neither does the complicit media. They like this. They want this. They don't care about America. And they're completely happy to sabotage it. They even compared this at one point with that. I'm sure you've seen the meme of President Trump. They compare his what the gesture he was making to. They said he was making fun of a disabled Washington Post reporter. And I think that, that there's been some misunderstanding about it. But the MSNBC has also compared what, you know, the what people are saying about Fetterman to President Trump mocking this reporter, but they're equating the two. And so they're basically trying to shame people into if you think something's wrong with Fetterman, that makes you equal to Trump mocking a disabled person. So they're really trying to use that whole guilt and shame here. And I want to ask you to resist any of that coming on you. We need to look at this from a fact-based perspective. It's not personal. We're looking at the facts and we need to do that in all areas of our society and media and government and all of these things, whether it's education, whether it's COVID vaccines, whether it's law enforcement, we need to look at the facts and push out their narrative and their agenda and just speak with facts. We know that in these days, truth is hated and they will do anything they can to shut it down. And so I encourage you to be brave, to be bold, and to speak truth. You can speak truth in a loving way. It doesn't have to be snarky. It doesn't have to be in a bullying way. You can be very matter of fact, speaking truth. Don't let anybody shut your voice down. I want to end by saying I'm really encouraged because every day I'm seeing more people who are waking up to what's going on. They're seeing what's going on and they're going to stop being silent. I have heard from so many people over the last week or so who have reached out to me via email or messenger or whatever on social media, hearing from so many people who said, you know what, I'm just done being quiet. I see where this is going. I've been quiet for so long and I'm just done being quiet. 
that is really encouraging that people are finally just have had enough. And so I would encourage you to be bold and be brave and speak truth. If we can do that, we can save this country. And I know we can. I know there are a lot of people who care an awful lot. So thanks for listening. Please share this episode. As usual, I've got all the links in the show notes and I've got all my contact info. I would love to hear from you. And I look forward to chatting with you again next time. 